A report reveals that Dominion machines were set to 68% error rate. Another claim also says that they could have been hacked. Also, is Trump going to be pardoning Julian Assange? We're going to get into all this and more. But before we get into this, please drop the video like, subscribe, turn the notifications on, new videos every single day. Also, there's going to be random ads playing throughout this podcast that help fund and support the show. So please bear with me. Now let's get into this. Breaking this CISA release an emergency order for everyone to shut down the systems running on solar winds due to being compromised. And guess what? Dominion voting systems runs on solar winds. So this is the report. U.S. calls on federal agencies to power down solar winds Orion due to security breach. An emergency directive issued by the U.S. government calls on all federal civilian agencies to disconnect or power down solar winds Orion IT management tools because they're being used to facilitate an active exploit. So let's see if they even talk about what the exploit is. But it seems like whatever Dominion was running on, that programs, those management tools have been compromised. Is it possible that this could have led to fraud? Yes, it is possible, but it doesn't seem like we have the evidence right now to prove it. It's just we're just throwing more stuff on top of the sketchy pile right now. The U.S. government late Sunday night called on all federal civilian agencies to power down. Okay, whatever. An emergency directive issued by the uh, uh, Cybersecurity and Infrastructure Security Agency, the CISA, comes in response to a known compromise involving SolarWinds Orion products that have been currently been exploited by malicious actors, according to the note. The emergency directive calls on all federal agencies to review their networks for indication of compromise and disconnect the power down uh, the systems immediately. The compromise of the system poses unacceptable risk to the security of federal work, said the CISA acting director, uh, Brandon Wales, in the directive. Tonight's directive is uh, intended to mitigate potential compromises within federal civilian networks, and we urge all of our partners in the public and private sector to asset their exposure to the compromise and to secure the networks against the exploitation. Another thing is that these Dominion servers, these I mean, these Dominion machines, a lot of them apparently... A lot of claims that they were connected to the internet when they weren't supposed to. Now, if that is true and if the systems were compromised at the time that they were connected to the internet, it could have some fraudulent implications. The directive instructs that all agencies operating solar wind products to report what they have uh, that they have completed the shutdown by noon Monday. CISA issued the directive following a report that the SolarWinds Orion IT management tool had been used to hack several federal agencies. So it, it could be used <laughs> for a lot of stuff. The U.S. Treasury and the U.S. Commerce Department were breached through the SolarWinds as part of a Russian government program. The Washington Post reported it is unclear whether the breach last week of security ven uh, vendor FireEye was linked to SolarWinds. IT infrastructure management vendor SolarWinds disclosed Sunday that it has experienced a high sophisticated uh, manual supply chain attack on version of its Orion network monitoring product. Okay, now it's getting to just a little bit more complicated uh, technical stuff. The U.S. government is aware of these reports and they're taking all the necessary acts to identify and remedy as soon as possible. Um, this article specifically doesn't say anything about the Dominion software, but uh, that's what also is being reported that uh, Dominion uses solar wind. So I want you guys to let me know. Do you think that this could lead to potential fraud? Is this something that, I mean, it is. there's just so much coming out 
Where it's like this could be fraudulent. This could lead to fraudulent. This this looks like it's fraud. This is, and the Democrats want nothing, no investigations. They don't want nothing to look into anything. They just want to ignore it. They want to bury it, and they want to move on because they're afraid of what the fraud will expose. A forensic report reveals that the mini machines were set to a 68.05 error rate. Also, full disclaimer, these are just claims, and these are just claims until officially proven. So don't take this as fact. That one's for the fact checkers. Okay, so let's read it. The forensic report bombshell reveals that Dominion machines were set at a 68.05% error rate, meaning 68.05 of the ballots can be sent out for mass identification, uh, giving individuals or machines the ability to change 68.05% of the votes. This morning during an emergency hearing, a Michigan 13th Circuit Court judge granted the attorney to release the findings from the forensic investigation on 16 Dominion voting machines in the county where thousands of votes flipped from President Trump to Joe Biden on November, on November 3rd. Now, this should be a bigger news story than it is, but we know why the mainstream media is not covering this one. While ballots were being inserted into the machine, three of them were destroyed and were not placed through the tabulator. At the conclusion of the recount, uh, the tabulation machines with three fewer votes, uh, the result was 262 to 261, and, and the initiative passed, of course. This result can only be found because this was about like a, a different initiative that was being found in the, in the county. Two more unexplainable vote counts in the county also left voters stunned by the unexplained outcome of the vote results by Dominion. In the Central Lakes School Board election, 742 votes were added to the total after the recount on November 6th. Uh, Dominion vote total showed 663 people voted in a district where there were only six eligible voters, and only three of those six actually voted. Somehow, Dominion added 660 additional votes to the final tally. That is extremely weird. So this was the the recount showed total votes 100 and, uh, 1,810 on this uh, screenshot. And then the election on 11-3, which was before, only showed 10-68. So it looked like there was... 743 votes were added um, during the recount. Now, this one, it shows during the recount, only six votes. And during the election, there was 657 or whatever it is removed. Uh, Don't know if there's any explanation for this. It seems very odd and strange how it could be such a big gap and a big difference. Uh, did, Did the paper ballots go missing afterwards? I don't know. It's definitely something. See, this is the thing. It's something that should be massively reported. It's something that should be massively investigated to find out. Is there an explanation for this or is it complete fraud? So based on all the allegations of fraud, statutory uh, violations, and other misconduct, Dupree uh, wrote, it is necessary to immediately permit the paint lifts to the forensic image of the 20, of the. 22nd precinct tabulator, thumb drives, related software, the clerk, master tabulator, and conduct an investigation of those images after which a manual recount of the election results and independent audit on November 3rd election may be ordered to ensure the accuracy and the integrity of the election. In his lawsuit, he claims that based on the evidence he have provided to the court, the Dominion voters committed material fraud or error in the election so that the outcome of the election was affected. I don't want to keep reading too much more of, of this. This is an extremely long article of explanations and numbers, but I, I'm pretty much giving you guys the gist. The gist is 
that there was some fraudulent tallying being reported from the Dominion machines versus what was actually happening. And they go into the numbers, and they go into how they um, they looked at it all. I'm going to pull up one of the numbers that they have on here. On, so you can, if you're watching the episode, you can actually go and look at what the numbers are saying. And you can pause the video, um, and you can see what, what is being said. Should Trump pardon Julian Assange? Well, right now it seems like there's some rumors going around that Trump will pardon Assange. So Trump willing Julian Assange's pardon days before leaving the White House. Unconfirmed reports are claiming that the U.S. President uh, Donald Trump will pardon WikiLeaks founder Julian Assange days before leaving the White House. President Donald Trump's term is nearly over. Coming this month, President-elect Joe Biden will be the next president of the United States. But even in the last few days, Trump is making headlines all over from claiming election fraud, refusing to concede there was like whatever according to unconfirmed reports president trump is going to pardon assange the information comes from pastor mark burns who believed to have access to trump in the past just before the news broke people jumped to react if it was indeed true now listen somebody posting something on twitter i've learned is not a good source at all <laughs> there's so many people that i go to uh that I, they, they'll report on stories that are six months old and pretend like they're breaking news and actually fool me into believing they're breaking news and then you know i have to issue corrections in my content or i have to do my due diligence research a little bit more to find out uh before i talk about it uh when it happened um but somebody could have just he could have just saw something online and then made the tweet about it or he could have heard something from somebody that maybe heard it from somebody else and it was not true and then he made a tweet about it. so it doesn't mean anything. I do think Trump will pardon Assange because that's I feel like that's just something Trump would do. So let's see. Earlier this month, NSA whistleblowers urged the U.S. president to pardon WikiLeaks founder. Mr. President, if you grant only one act of clemency during your time in office, please be please free Julian Assange. You alone can save his life, Snowden had tweeted on December 3rd. The authorities formally charged Assange for conspiracy to leak U.S. classified materials a month after his arrest. The WikiLeaks founder had been fighting the extraditionary case uh, to since his arrest and ruling okay, on, on January 4th. The 49-year-old Assange, who spent almost seven years in an embassy in London, faces 18 counts of indictment in U.S. officials accusing him of recruiting hackers to steal military secrets. Assange faces a prison term of up to 175 years in the U.S. if he's found guilty over the publication of secret intelligence and military documents. Besides Snowden, Australian MP George Christine uh, recently called on Trump to pardon Assange. I mean, Hillary Clinton hates his guts, obviously, for exposing who the real Hillary was. And we've had a war on Assange by the Democrats and the deep state. Yeah, I mean, Assange seems like he's anti-deep state. I mean, he may not be a pro-Trump guy, but he's just exposing the truth. And by exposing the truth, that by default makes you a Trump ally. <laughs> so let me know what you guys think. I, I think that he should pardon um, and I hope he does. So I have this piece of paper that cost me one penny. This Democrat is about to say the stupidest thing I've ever heard, and we're going to watch it, and I'm going to show you why it's so incredibly wrong. ...to turn that piece of paper into this crane. Okay. If the market value of this crane is one dollar, that means my labor created 99 cents of value. My labor is therefore worth 99 cents. Yeah, that makes sense. Would it be fair for someone else who didn't do any work to take 90 cents from me just because I happened to make this crane in their house? <laughs> no, of course not. That would basically be stealing. 
So you agree that wage labor is theft? Well, no, because when you're a wage worker, you're working for someone. They made an investment and took on all the risk. Like, it's fair for them. So if you can create 90 cents worth of value from one penny, then why don't you just do it in your own home? Why don't you buy the materials yourself? Why don't you sell the product yourself as well? Oh, because you don't have the capital to do so, or you're too lazy, or you don't want to put the work in? So what, what is that crane worth when you can't even sell it? You see, this is the problem with Democrats who don't understand how the economy works and don't understand anything in general. Because if it was that easy, you would be just doing it yourself. Instead, what happens is, I'm going to use his crane for an example, is that somebody will apply for a job, go to the job to create cranes. Now, where are they creating the cranes? Within the confines of another business that the owner pays rent for. Where are they getting the raw materials? From the owner. And how is it being sold? Through the sales department, which is paid for by the owner and also probably commission. So your increase in labor value isn't actually worth that $1 or that 99 cents. It's not worth that at all because if it was worth that, then you can do it yourself. Little pieces are being chipped off along the way. So it might cost one penny for the paper. Then it's going to cost you probably another 20 cents to sell it. Then another, you know, let's say 10 cents in advertising cost to advertise it to the right demographic. Then you're probably dealing with another 10 cents on shipping. I'm just using, you know, hypothetical numbers here. And just to demonstrate that there is a cost to doing these things. And then probably another 10 cents on rent. So what are you left with? You're not left with that 99 cent in profit. Why don't you do it yourself? Oh, that's right. You can't because you don't have the willpower. You don't want to take the risk. And that's why the owner deserves more. The owner of businesses deserve more than what the employees are getting. And guess what? In some businesses, the employees are actually making more money than the owners. Want to know why? Because guess what? Business may not be too good. I owned a small business myself. I ended up shutting it down because the mall that we were located in was pretty bad. Didn't make a dime. I never made a dime on that small business. But my employees did. <laughs> I was obviously paying for their wage. But what we're ha having now is Democrats, socialists, dummies are coming in and they're going to work working minimum wage jobs and they're going in and they're pretty much demanding ownership of the co of the company you see what they don't realize is that probably over the course of 10 maybe 20 years that that business owner was saving up the capital to open up his dream business and what they don't see is the blood, sweat, and tears that actually go into opening that business, paying taxes, regulations, getting the lease, um, opening up, getting all the materials you need. Uh, if it's a pizzeria, you need to get the pro you even need to put together the proper work workers and, and have the proper flow on top of all the equipment needed. There's a lot that goes in. And then you got some snot-nosed Democrat socialist kid that follows AOC and retweets AOC on Twitter coming in, picking his nose, thinking that he deserves more than $10 an hour. Thinking that he should get a percentage of your business. But what happens if business is bad? They're still going to want their pay. They're, not putting, they're putting in zero risk. The owner is putting in all the risk. It's risk to reward. If you want to be your own boss, become your own boss. These people just want handouts, they want gimme, 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 and they do not understand how the economy works. So Joe Biden has an Instagram account for his dogs, and look what was posted. There was photos of his dogs ripping up Trump two toys. So much for unity and healing. Now when this was originally posted, it was posted with this caption. I hope you enjoy these pics of me, Champ and Charlie, first grand pupper. 
The post reads, Naomi Biden took these during a hashtag tug of war match. Champ was the champion. Some names were uh, presented just like winning in a landslide by a record number of votes. And the post included hashtag Biden, hashtag you're fired. So these are the people that are calling for unity and healing. But meanwhile, their dogs are ripping up chew toys of their competitors. The Democrat Party is the party of destruction and violence. It is simple and as clearly as that. These people do not want unity. They do not want to be united. They do not want healing. They want nothing but destruction. They want to destroy all of their enemies' livelihoods. This goes beyond having different political opinions. This goes beyond what you think the tax code should be. This goes beyond whether you think you should have gun rights or not. This is the Democrats. They don't care about your opinion. They don't care about the debate. They want to destroy you. That is all that they want to do. Trump, oh, Trump made, made peace in the Middle East. Trump's been giving us this booming economy. Trump wants to give us back our freedoms. Well, we're not going to beat Trump on his merits. We're not going to beat Trump uh, in a debate. They just want to destroy him. They want to destroy him. They want to destroy all of his supporters. They do not care about winning over the masses through debate and philosophical arguments and and going back and forth, they don't, they don't want to win that way. They want to destroy. They want to destroy you. They want to destroy me. And if Trump does not become president, they're going to actively seek to continuously destroy him because he'll, he would be the one leading the movement against the Democrats. The GOP party, for the most part, is pretty much dead. It, we're, we're living in the party of Trump. And this, this, these are the people calling for unity. A day before the election, they were still burning down cities. A day before the election, they were, they were oh, oh, wait, wait, a day after the election, they were putting up lists of Trump supporters that still back Trump. Republicans, we don't call your employer. We don't care. Oh, you want to support and be a Democrat? You want to be a brainwashed sheep? Go for it. You do your thing. We're not the one calling employers. We're not the one calling colleges to get people kicked out. If the left does not like you, they will destroy your life. They've done it to me. That's why I have a Patreon, patreon.com slash Joey Salads. Because I went from literally making tens of thousands of dollars a month on YouTube to literally making, I made one third of a penny on YouTube. That was my career. I mean, I'm doing other stuff as well now, but that's why I'm, I'm living proof right now of how they're trying to destroy everybody's life that disagrees with them. Let me know what you guys think. Thank you for tuning into this episode of the podcast. If you can, please subscribe to me on all the podcast apps, the Joey Saladino Show, if you haven't already. Also, please, if you can, become a Patreon, patreon.com slash Joey Salads. This show is completely funded and supported by you guys. So if you become a Patreon, I will give you a call to say thank you. It should be in the description. It should be in the bio, patreon.com slash Joey Salads. Also, if you want to join my newsletter, you can text me 917-540-8768. I'll keep you updated on everything that's going on. Thank you so much for watching. Thank you so much for listening. Peace out.